Hello, I'm Dave. And I'm Claire. And welcome to My, My Mate Reckons, the show where we teach you and each other about whatever we want to know about. About whatever things we want to learn about. Warning, unless you haven't looked at the episode's title, there is a lot of sexual information, sex education information. We yeah, don't talk about we sex. We don't talk about sex, though. We talk, we talk sex in. Oh, we do tell you to put things in your butthole. We do. So there's that. We also have a very brief discussion about female genital mutilation. Yes. So I think that's all the warnings for this week. I think, but otherwise it's great and you should defo listen. Have orgasms, everyone. That's the theme of this week. After this episode. Yeah, not while you're... Well, maybe. Maybe our voices sound erotic. I love our listeners, but not that much. <laughs> not in that way. If we make our listeners orgasm, David, I'm happy with that. Okay. Well, we'll translate my... We'll tra- transpose my mate reckons into an erotica podcast. <laughs> Hi there, Claire Bear. Hello, David. Hey, Claire. Yes. Would you happen to have a vagina on you? (laughs) I do have a vagina on me, actually. Now, we fucked around and for a couple of episodes now... Um, but I thought it was time to get serious, so I thought I'd talk about vaginas. You didn't ask me to research vaginas, but I... I think I, think I did, though, didn't I? A while ago, I was possibly. like, this would be a good topic. Well, it leap, looped back around and I read a book about vaginas, so now I feel like yeah. I'm an expert. I think I think I want to hear you tell me about vaginas. Because I have one, so I haven't researched them, so I think I will learn things. I haven't had an intimate relationship with many vaginas, but yes. those that I've had... Top stuff would Love recommend. It. High five. Love it. Best places in the universe. <laughs> they are. They're I the correct. center of creation. Now, this now there's going to be certain things that were, there's going to be a lot of things that you already know. Yeah. And to be honest, reading the book, there was a lot of things I already knew, but said and articulated in a particular way that was both fascinating, illuminating, and enlightening, <laughs> and other fascinating, adverbs, illuminating, illuminating, and, and enlightening. enlightening. Which is how I like my vaginas. Yes. Me but too. When most people say vagina. Vagina, 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 vagina. vagina, vagina. <laughs> I hope you like vaginas too. That's the Bob Marley song we had on before. Um, righto. But the domino effects are kind of quite stunning when you think about what we are actually referring to when we talk about women's sexual pleasure or women's anything is the it's whole. the whole. So we go, that's the only important bit, which is important important in quotation marks for only reproduction and um penetration penetration so that is what sex is and that's what female sexuality is full stop and why and therefore we don't ever talk about or teach anyone about uh, yet female centered or not even seem vagina centered vulva centered pleasure correct or just general good health information about vulvas either anatomy Anatomy and how it works because then the because of our lack of education i mean as a 20 something year old i was a 20 something year old dude before i fully understood what menstruation was or even yes. how a tampon worked yeah i grew up in a, a house with people, male siblings a lot of people still don't i know it's I saw the, alarming i saw the t- tiktok video the other day of a young man completely blown away by the realization that they don't need you don't need to change a tampon every time you go to the toilet yeah Correct. <laughs> I, I don't. I certainly don't change my tampon. Um, uh, so there's the mons pubis, and that is the mass of fatty tissue which covers the pubic bone. Yeah. Hair grows on the mons pubis, the outer labia and anus, naturally, yes. folks. So it's just where hair grows. It's all cool. 
Don't worry about it. The inner labia are hairless and are covered in a mucous membrane. Now, this is super, super important. Yeah. The inner labia are often asymmetrical. Yes. And they can be short, long. They can be anywhere from 2 to 10 centimeters. Yes. Which a lot of women find incredibly... Um, or people. People with vaginas, not necessarily I beg women. your pardon. Yes, you're going to have to keep correcting me on that. Yeah. People with vaginas. People with vulvas. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> language mindfuck. <laughs> um, people but it matters. Language matters. Language so matters, as we're discovering. Best. Indeed, yeah. we need to keep trying. So people with vulvas can find... Um, because we... In mainstream, we feel shame. We feel shame, and mainstream or pornography, porn. pornography kind of takes away the idea that in a labia, first of all, that we need to shave or pubic hair, yes. and that uh, in a labia Should need to look be look a particular look way. a particular way, and that is particularly short. Have you been to Mona and seen? Yes, and the it's amazing. Tell the good people about it. It is hundreds of yeah, different. A lot. What would it be? Porcelain mm-hmm. or clay? Mm-hmm. Vaginas yeah. and vulvas. Real ones that they've taken. That they've um, taken casts of. Yes. And then they're just along the wall. Yeah. And it's fascinating. Yeah. Because none of them are the same. They all look completely different. Great. And you, it makes you realise how little we know. Yes, completely. Particularly in mainstream culture. Inalabia is very, um, we know that inalabia is incredibly sensitive because labiaplasty, so yes. cosmetic surgery, is, is is one of the highest, if not the highest, depending on the age group and depending on the country you're talking about. But globally, it's one of the highest forms of cosmetic surgery. Oh, my um, goodness. Around that many women feel is necessary. People. But yeah, people. Oh, big pardon. People with vulvas feel is necessary. Um, the vagina is not actually a hole, even. Oh. It's a muscular tube with two walls that press against each other and can expand immensely. Yes. It is enclosed and it is self-cleaning. A muscular tube. A muscular tube. Um, And last episode, we were talking about interesting animal facts. Yes. And we took a detour into (laughs) camel orgasms. Yes. Which somehow took us to female ejaculation. Yes, the anal... anal now, I'm not sure how true that actually is because that was me, if you couldn't tell, l- researching live on Google and pulling up <laughs> results. But this is a more scientific understanding. There's something called the Bartholin's glands, and they're on one side of the vaginal opening. And during arousal, they may release fluid into the vagina yes. and, and make it moist. The the Skein's glands are located at the opening of the urethra. Yes. And some women produce fluid here and therefore ejaculate when yes. they orgasm. And, so it, and that's kind of near your G-spot too, isn't it? Vaguely, although we'll get to the G-spot in a sec. The current thinking about the G-spot is that it is possibly the back of or another part of the clitoris. Because uh, the clitoris is massive. The clitoris is way bigger than people expect. And the, and the p- part that is visible is actually the tip of a clitoral iceberg. I was going to say, it's like an iceberg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is like a, uh, I want to say gland, but I don't think that's right. But it's it, it's a it's a big piece of tissue yeah. that lies underneath the skin. Yes. In, including in and around the vagina. So if you can, in penetration, you yes. can po- the G-spot is possibly another, like the back of the, the back of the yes, clitoris. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yes, yeah. It, it, you want to hit the wall. Yes. We only figured out... You want to hit the wall. 
That's what she said. You, we only figured out and mapped the clitoris in 1993. <gasps> and it was an Australian female scientist that did it. That is not shocking, but also devastating. And she did it because people would go, people with vulvas and people with um, uteruses were getting hysterectomies or necessary surgery for their health in some regard. But in doing so, would later report that they were having these really, like, their, their sense of sexual pleasure had yes. dropped out completely because we didn't have any idea because no male doctor yep. had ever fucking researched what they were actually doing. Um, and so that research then changed how they do that surgery now. Oh, my God. Yeah. 1993. Yeah, I know. Now, let's have a talk about the hymen while we're here. Let's do it. Let's do it. I love it. I love this for us. And and also how fucked that is. So there's so many um, myths about the hymen. And the hymen... There's this idea that the hymen is a membrane that somehow sits over the cervix or sits over the vaginal opening that doesn't get penetrated unless you've had sex. So therefore, you can examine the hymen to see if someone is a virgin or not. Which is a lie. It's a complete lie. Um, uh, So... Because you can bust your your hymen is a gross sentence. You can... (laughs) You can shift your hymen by any number of ways. Riding a bike, but or also just moving your body. But or... also, they're not for most people with them. They're not taut, pierceable membranes. They yes. don't actually look like that. They don't actually feel like that. The hymen actually consists of thin folds of mucous membrane that most often form a crescent-shaped crown around the vaginal opening. Ah. For some, it forms a ring. Less often, there's a thicker membrane. This highly unusual, imperfect hymen does look more like the mythical transparent seal. It can be dangerous, actually, requiring surgical intervention. And some women don't have hymens at all. White. White. Right. Yeah, and and the... It's believed because the the hymens don't actually have any biological function. Yeah. It's just been made into a symbol of virginity around the world. Which is a... It's, it, virginity is a silly thing anyway. And and it's totally put in place to control female sexuality and how women do it. And in some, ca- in some countries still, um, uh, it's unfortunate that hymens and the bursting of hymens and the bur- and, and blood on the marriage bed yeah. is seen as proof of the woman's virginity. And if there's not blood on the marriage bed, then the woman had sex outside of marriage and then so is punished or killed in these countries. Oh. Um, and so there's a whole underground business in making in equipping brides with animal blood and things of that nature that they can buy secretly so that they can put it on the marriage bed to make it to seem prove like... That to they prove, are which only extends the myth. Virginal. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fucking hell. Fake hymens containing dye or animal blood are sold online uh, and meant to burst during sex. Um, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, in some cultures, it means she is sun- shunned, shamed, in some cases killed for her perceived impurity. Her family may also be ostracized. Fucking hell. Yeah. So, there you go. That's the hymen. It's bullshit. Hymens equal bullshit. Why do you think we're so obsessed with the notion of losing virginity? Yeah. 
Interesting question. Well, plus also virginity and the concept of it is really bizarre anyway. Mm. In that there's many ways to have sex that's non-penetrative. Exactly. And even penetrative sex is a grey area. Mm. So if you have penetration but no one orgasms or only one partner orgasms but the other doesn't, then is that like at what point is your virginity gone? Mm. You know what I mean? Or is or does oral sex count? Or does like at what point does it? It's very odd. I think we're yeah. obsessed with it because it's a form of control. Yes, and it's a yeah a patriarchal. It's also religious. It's also a very nice line in the sand to draw to be like sex looks like this, and therefore it's this is how it works. Yeah, and a, and a way to control people in terms of a patriarchal standard of marriage. Yes, and that you save yourself for marriage, or you. You are only pure. Yeah. Or you give yourself your sexual body. Yeah. Or you give someone else. It's a gift. It's fucked. Yeah, it's all fucked. It's dumb. Uh, here's some other stuff about the clitoris <laughs> <laughs> while we're here. Uh, it was only given its scientific name in the 17th century. The female urologist was Helen O'Connell, who in Australia mapped it. Um we didn't know until then that a clitoris could range from 5 to 12 centimetres and swell by 50 to 300% oh when engorged. Oh, my God. 300% engorgement. Happy days. That's the name of my new rock album. <laughs> 300% engorgement. Um, uh, the minimisation and neglect of women's pleasure is caused by a deep inequality between the sexes. This is also the root of... Stand by. Here we go. Hardcore shit. Female genital mutilation. Yeah. Um, female genital mutilation is predominantly performed in 30 countries across Africa, the Middle East, and Asia. It has been performed on approximately 200 million girls and women. Fuck. Fortunately, resistance to the practice is growing. When a 10-year-old Somalian girl uh, died in 2018 after a vein was unintentionally severed, the country's attorney general pursued a prosecu- prosecution for the first time in the country's yes. history. Furthermore, Deputy Prime Minister at the time publicly condemned the practice of female genital mutilation in Somalia. This was particularly significant in a country in which 98% of women have undergone the procedure and 65% of women still support the practice. And what is it? They they remove the clitoris, don't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To purify. And what, yeah, what is it meant to symbolise? I don't know. I didn't research it because, to be honest, it makes me... Desperately uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah. And and young, obviously. This girl that died was 10 years old. They do it at such a... Fuck. I mean, at no age it's good, but you go, oh, my God. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know enough. I don't know what the belief behind it is. I, like... Yeah. What's the story? What's the... Where did it come from? No, I don't... Because well, we've do, been doing it for years. A long time. Ancient cultures. Um, okay. We can talk about fun stuff. We can talk about the orgasm. Love it. Let's do it. Um, now, there is no right type of orgasm. Correct. We generally... There's well... N- <laughs> well, <laughs> if you say that, then you haven't found it. Um, in that, there's a myth around the female orgasm that penetrative is better yes. or the best or yes. right or correct even though 50 to 75 percent of women can't orgasm solely through penetration yeah 
So the majority of women can't all get a bit of part. Fuck. The majority of people, <laughs> people with with vulvas yeah. can't um, orgasm, orgasm from through, penetrative sex. from penetrative sex yeah. alone. Yes. Um, they need most of the time clitoral stimulation as well. Yeah. Um, I had the unfortunate experience of watching one episode of Married at First Sight, oh, and there no. was this whole silly, stupid gag with one of the men talking about. Um, how his wife couldn't pack a bullet vibrator because he referred to it as the competition. <gasps> and I was like, dickhead. Oh, my God. First of all, you're an idiot. Second of all, she'll do whatever the fuck she wants. Third of all, you that thing will help you out to no end, yes, you fucking that idiot. Is your, that is your... your that is your best friend. That is your teacher's aide. <laughs> <laughs> All hail the vibrator. All hail vibrator or any vibrator of any sign. Um, now... That, like, imagine being oh that... Woman. Threatened. Oh, imagine... Oh. In your own masculinity, that your perception... But so many guys are. Oh, it makes you feel disgusting. I had an awkward experience a few years ago with a female friend... We would we were building a show together, and it was in the middle of Tech Week and Production Week, and I had to go to the shops to buy props or something. And I texted her, "Oh, do we need anything else?" And she said, "Oh, I need some tampons." And I thought at the time, "That's a bit odd and very intimate. Maybe she's joking." Yeah. But that's an odd joke, and I don't want to. Like, yeah. if she needs it, then I'll get them for her. So I got them for her, and I and I gave them to her, and I said, "Oh," she said, "It was a joke." She said, if I said that to my boyfriend, he'd be disgusted. <gasps> and I knew the boyfriend quite well, and I felt very awkward <laughs> about that, because I was like, oh, well, he's a cockhead then. <laughs> Dudes who are listening, get over your shit. I can't. Get a vibrator, buy your woman some tampons. Like, fucking hell. Ugh. Oh, my God. It's it's the, like, it's the dismissal or the minimization of, of, a, of a female body. Or of, of a body. It's so harming. Ugh. By the way, guys, coming basically the penis equivalent of boogers from your dick isn't exactly the most attractive, beautiful, God-given, divine practice either. It's not like women go around and go, mmm, come. It's not. Jesus. It makes me so angry. Um, there are many reasons we hate Sigmund Freud. Would you like another reason? Yeah. In the early 20th century, he claimed that the clitoral orgasm was sexually immature and a sign of mental health issues. What? This is the foundation of modern psychiatry. Why? While the vaginal orgasm indicated sexual maturity. Since oh. then, scientific research has shown that there are countless ways to reach orgasm. The clitoris can be stimulated outside the glands, and different types of stimulation produce different types of orgasms. Including, by the way, men... Can have prostate orgasms yeah, as well, yes. which are also interesting and dark, curious places of yourself you should go into, dudes. Everyone put a finger in your butthole. Everyone put a finger. <laughs> finger probably won't reach it. You'll need some other toys. <laughs> Time for another podcast. Um, uh, yeah, so listen, this is... I, Basically, I what we're trying what. to say is we are pro all of the orgasms. In 2017... One out of four girls in the UK felt totally unprepared for the start of their period, while one in seven didn't know what was happening to them. Oh. That's a lot in the UK. One in seven? Yes. When did they do that? 2017? 2017. One in seven is a huge number. Correct. 
And so we're just not talking about it. No, and we've run out of time before we even talk about fertility and birth plans and reproduction, which is a whole other thing and a whole other fucking we episode. We need to do a vagina sequel. We need to do a vagina, the sequel. <laughs> but I could go on and on and on about... vulvas. About, about vulvas and how magnificent they are and how poorly they've been treated. Yeah. And how we should respect them more and, and just settle down. <laughs> What have you learnt this week, Clover? I think that that sentiment is what I've learnt. The respect and care we need to take when thinking about a vulva. Yeah. Yeah, more research, more love for the vulva, please. Yes. If you don't, then get a vibrator, stick something in your butthole. All of the orgasms, please. That's what all I of want them. for all of our listeners. And if you were male, female or otherwise identified... And you found aspects of this episode completely shocking or completely eye-opening. Or there was more of it. You found out you... There was stuff... You you didn't know more stuff than you already knew. Yes. Then that's a sign that you need to go and research more and figure stuff out. Because it's very yes. fucking important. There's more to learn. Yes. High five to the clitoris, David. Well, no, that would hurt. <laughs> I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sensitive. Don't high five. Don't high five. That was a metaphorical high, high five. five. It's a rhetorical clitoral <laughs> high five. Thanks for being my mate, Claire. Thanks for being my mate, Dave. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to leave a rating and review on whatever service you're listening to. Please on. do. That would be great. That would be great. Tell, Tell your you friends. Tell your mates. That's right. That's the name of the show. I see what you did there. Where can people find you, Claire? People can find me on Instagram at Claire and Pearl. Where can people find you, Dave? People can find me at Dave Burton Writer. And if you have a suggestion or a question or would like to point out how much Claire got wrong. <laughs> or how much Dave got wrong. Then you can write us an email at mymatereckons at gmail.com. We can't wait to hear from you.